this is episode 542 of the Pixelated Sausage Podcast, aka the one where I would much rather be playing Red Dead Redemption 2, not because I'm loving it, and not to say I'm not loving it, but I put so few hours into it at this point, given that it just came out, that I can't really say whether or not I love it, but I can say I am enjoying it, and it has I've gotten to the point where it has opened up, and I just want to explore the world now, but I have to record this, and I gotta do it. So I'm here sacrificing my time for you because you demand it. Also, this is uh, Friday, October 26, 2018, and I am your host, Marcus Nez. I'm not just going to be talking about Red Dead Redemption 2 and how much I'll be talking about the actual game. I don't know because, like I said, I haven't played nearly enough to really say much about it, and I don't want to spoil anything, even little things that might happen organically in the world. That's part of the fun. I will also be talking about At Sundown and maybe more Dragon Ball just because whatever shows nonsense. People like nonsense. I like nonsense. Uh, So Red Dead Redemption 2 is an open world Western game. Did you know that? Have you even heard of the game? I bet I bet you haven't. It's kind of slipped under the radar. Not and not many people are talking about. Uh, No, it is a huge game. Arguably the the biggest game of the year, people could say. You know, maybe it was Spider-Man, uh, but I I would find it hard to argue against Red Dead Redemption Two being the biggest game of the year, given that it's from Rockstar Games, who is responsible for the Grand Theft Auto series, and it's been in development for so long uh, that it just seems like it, it it's something that can't be stopped. It's a force that can't be stopped, though it's not for everyone. Even though it's a huge game. You know, there, there's an incredibly large install basis for all these systems, and not everyone on all those systems will be picking it up. Uh, I, I would say that probably a good 15 to 20% will pick it up pretty early on, and that could spread over time. You know, and that's still a lot of people. Um, but in my little time with it, I am in awe of how incredibly beautiful it is from a technical standpoint. It's just amazing that it looks as good as it does and runs so well. And there's, I'm sure I will notice some technical faults here and there at, at points, but it, it looks incredible. And I haven't run into anything I'm like, oh, that's weird. Other than, yeah, the hair is still not great. It's some bad hair. And the eyes are not great. But... The world is incredible. The animals, the people, um, you know, other than the eyes and the hair. uh, It's just a beautiful, beautiful game and a beautiful world they've crafted in it. Um, The the story so far seems interesting. uh, and, And I like the characters. And I just realized I can't remember the name of the character you play. Because it's like, oh, there's like, isn't there like a hutch and a butch and a this and a that? And I can't remember his name. Because I'm terrible. That's the thing. I'm terrible with names. I can barely remember that the first game starred John Marson. And he's in this game. And he's already in it. But I can barely remember that that's his name. And I spent an entire game with him. Uh, that's how bad I am with names. I need stupid names like Bulma and Goku to remember them. And to spend way too many hours with them in a short period of time but i'm enjoying the story the character you do play arthur morgan there you go 
I like his somewhat too old for this shit attitude. We're just like, ah, it it just, he comes across as someone's like, I just don't come on. I'm so sick of this. He just seems to be someone who's tired of all the bullshit. And I like that because I'm tired of all the bullshit. Um, I will, I will say that the game itself is very much a rockstar game. So if that does not sound appealing to you, if you haven't enjoyed the gameplay of Grand Theft Auto or Red Dead Redemption, it still feels the same. The shooting feels the same. The character movement feels the same. Uh, it, it, it has a very slow beginning. You're in this very close-off space early on and just learning the mechanics of the game and all that jazz for probably the first two, three hours, depending on how long you take your... how much time you take in those areas. Um which could be a problem for some. And I think the game in general will just be slow and somewhat boring for certain people because that's what it is. It's the West. You're not going to be driving around in fast cars. There's limited fast travel, which you have to unlock at a point, so it's not open at the very beginning. And the world is pretty big, so you will be doing a lot of slow plodding along. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm enjoying it so far, and it's it's an open world game that is much more appealing to me. Like one, I enjoy the mechanics of Rockstar games. I think the shooting feels pretty good. It's not the best by any means, but I enjoy it. Uh, character movement, I enjoy and all that. Um, and the world seems like it'll be more of a breathing, living world. And I and I like these foresty areas with a lot of animals and hunting possibilities. I really, really enjoy the hell out of that. I enjoy hunting games on their own, so I, I enjoy that. It's a kind of world that I like to be in, and I'm already enjoying being in it uh, with the time I've had since it opened up. But, you know, it's not a game for everyone, and I don't think anyone should feel like they need to play it. You know, with big games like this and God of War and whatnot, they are prone to hyperbolic statements from critics and uh, fans alike who say ridiculous things like, if you're a real gamer, you have to play this. And if you don't, you're not a real gamer. That's a load of bullshit. Not everyone has to play this. And if they do play it, they don't have to like it. Not everyone has to like it. Not everyone has to play it. That's not how it works. There is so little time in everyone's life and everyone's day to play whatever game they want to play and there are so many games, far too many games to fill those hours that you can't just play everything. You have to pick and choose and not everyone is into westerns. Not everyone is into rockstar games and that's fine. You know, not everyone wants to play this God of War game. Not everyone's into Norse mythology. Not, not everyone's going to enjoy that combat. Uh not everyone's going to like Spider-Man. They don't want to swing around or do the same, you know, side tasks over and over and over again. Um and that's fine. But, you know, these hyperbolic statements, I think, do more harm than good. Or maybe they don't. I don't know. Because I remember when uh, Jeff Kanata's infamous tweet came out for God of War. I was like, this is a, what a load of bullshit. Um, and it was, if you don't remember, I got it right here. What if Zelda had an amazing cinematic story? What if The Last of Us had incredible skill-based combat? What if Uncharted somehow put all the violence in context? What if Dark Souls was approachable and clear? The answer to all these questions and more 
his God of War, and more. Those four ridiculous statements weren't enough. There's even more. Fuck that shit. That is a that is a load of bullshit. But for him, that's what the game is, and that's fine. For me, it was in no way that. For other people, they would probably agree with that, and that's fine. You know, we all have our different opinions, and we should not hate people for having these crazy opinions. <laughs> um, but you know, people, you just have to accept that not everyone likes everything, and that's fine. And I wish, I wish that was easier said than done. Um, you know, when I when I really love something, I try my best and i hope i do a good job of not making not saying like oh you have to play this or you're not a real gamer i think as far as i ever go is to the point of saying you know i love this game a lot i think that everyone should give it a shot because i really love it and i think it's worth giving a shot even if you're maybe not into those types of games whatever game it may be and that means waiting until there's a big sale on it or maybe a friend has a copy and you play theirs or something you know i'm not saying you have to buy it right now um though maybe i'd like that in certain cases because it would help support the developers and whatnot like into the breach is my favorite game of the year and i i doubt as much as i'll love probably red dead redemption 2 i doubt it'll top into the breach because i put combined i think 200 hours into that game at this point i just i adore the hell out of it if it comes out on xbox i'll buy it again and put another 100 hours into it It comes out on ps4 whatever i don't play on ps4 i'll buy it again because i love the game and i want to support them you know especially since the the pc version i got a code for um so it was an easy purchase on the switch you know and, and with a game like that i'm much more active in being like hey people check this game out because it's a smaller game no, I don't need to tell anyone that Red Dead Redemption 2 is apparently a pretty good game and maybe you should check it out. But, you know, if you're not into Westerns, absolutely do not check it out. It's in no way going to change your mind about Westerns if you're not a fan of Westerns. If you hate the way Rockstar games feel, don't play it. Don't buy it. It's a waste of time to do that because it's not going to change your opinion in that matter because it's exactly the same thing. It's just much prettier. You know, it's much more dense. Um and all that jazz um it has more systems in it it has some callbacks to san andreas where now you have to worry about eating and all these things um but i'm enjoying it very much so right now and i i can't wait to just play more of it and probably do a few more side not side missions uh story missions and whatnot just feel, just because i feel like i should probably progress the story to some degree uh before i just completely go on my own path and just dick around for a while uh, just just in case certain things open up uh, upon completing certain missions like okay you can't unlock these things until you've completed this far in the story to craft these things. like i want to get to the part where i feel like okay all these things are on like maybe i can't fish until i do a certain story mission well then i want to do that so i want to at least do some of that so that i feel like okay I've got all the things I can have, and now I can just explore the world with the tools. Uh, uh, so, yeah, I'm really enjoying that very much so. But that should be no surprise because I love Westerns, and I really enjoyed the first game. And, yeah. Uh, so before we get to At Sundown, I also want to say that I heard that Valve games on uh, Xbox One, the backward compatible games, which include Left 4 Dead, Left 4 Dead 2, The Orange Box, and Portal, and Portal 2. I believe all of the Valve games 
their main games are backward compatible. They all, I believe all, maybe one was missing, but all or almost all of them were recently Xbox One X enhanced. And I loaded up Left 4 Dead 1. Oh, it looks so much nicer. Because I, I played it a bit when it was just backward compatible, no enhancements. And it had the traditional just kind of like fuzzy look to it. But now it looks nice and clean and crisp and sharp. And it just, it looks so nice. And I was just playing it. And I thought I was just going to play it a little bit to see what it looked like. And then I kept playing it because it just, Left 4 Dead is still such a fantastic game. Both of them, Left 4 Dead 1 and 2. And of all the properties, I would love to see Left 4 Dead return more than Portal. I, I enjoyed Portal. Portal's fun. But Left 4 Dead is something extra special. Um, I think it's one of the most enjoyable co-op experiences, one of the most enjoyable co-op games, franchises. And it works really well as a single-player game, too. It's just a lot of fun. Um, and maybe, maybe the reason why there hasn't been a Left 4 Dead 3 is because they just don't know what to do to make it new. Because I think there was a lot of the complaint about Left 4 Dead 2 is that it's it's pretty samey. But I would kill for another one of those. I would kill all the zombies for another one of those. I also loaded up the orange box to check that out. Also looks great. Uh, I kind of want to replay those. But I never actually played the first Half-Life. And I don't know if that, not Gary's mod, the, there was, what is it, Black Mesa, that mod thing that turned into a standalone release that I think was free, or maybe it wasn't, I don't know, but I never played Half-Life, and I believe that is just, hey, here's Half-Life and the Half-Life 2 uh, engine, um, which is whatever, source or whatever. Um, so I'd love to check that out at some point, and then return to Half-Life 2, because I never did play that. Um, and then I booted it up just to see if maybe it being backward compatible and the recent enhancements would get people to actually play, uh, Team Fortress True on Xbox. Nope. There were zero ranked matches and then there were two private matches. One had four people in it and one had one person in it. So there were a total of five people playing Team Fortress True uh, on Xbox 360 or Xbox One. And that is very sad. And I wonder if that game would have caught on if they decided to release a $10 version on Xbox Live Arcade or if they released just a free-to-play one uh, at some point down the line. Um, but I don't know. But it, it, it clearly, I guess, how limited the and small the audience was as part of the orange box, they're like, there's no point in even doing it because it's. I guess they were just so confident that it wouldn't find an audience that they didn't even feel like bothering giving it a standalone release, like what they did with Portal. They did Portal with Colin still alive on Xbox Live Arcade for 15 bucks, so they could have done it, but there just wasn't the buzz for it on console, and that is sad because it's a it's a fun game, even though I think it does feel better with mouse and keyboard. I think it's still a solid game with a controller and it sucks that there is zero people well not zero there are five people playing it and that's it um but at sundown so at sundown is a multiplayer top-down shooter where you are playing against up to three other people and the gimmick of it uh the thing uh, the thing about it the hook is that 
you and all your fellow enemies are invisible. You can't see your character or the other player's characters. Uh, except at the very beginning, you get you know where you start. And then you show up when you either fire your gun, you do a little dash attack, or you sprint around the environment. And there will be little pockets of light, like a little street lamp or whatnot, where if you're walking in there, you will show up. And your goal is, depending on the mode, to get the most kills or be the last one standing. Uh, there's a team deathmatch as well. And it's a cool little thing. I enjoy the concept, and it's fun to play. But it has one incredibly huge prish, uh, prishu. problem plus issue equals prishu. It has one incredibly big problem, which is it is a first on Discord game. Which is, which means it is exclusive to Discord, the dis, the Discord store for ninety days, I believe, and because of that, there is there seems to be no one playing it. When I have tried to play it online with strangers, just finding a, a random quick match, I have had zero luck finding anyone playing it. There there are bots in the game, so you can play. Offline with bots, there's local play as well. Um, you know, if you have a friend, you can do a little private match as well online. But in my attempts to find an online match, I have come up empty every single time. And I think this is entirely because it is a first on Discord game, because it is exclusive to Discord, and because I think Discord has done a very poor job of advertising and letting people know that they have a storefront now. Because when I launch up Discord, you know, usually... I don't turn off my computer or restart it often, so Discord is usually just there unless it is updated and I have to restart it that way. But anytime I restart Discord, it brings me to the whatever the the dashboard that has like the the games that I can launch from it um, and all that. I mean, like a little news thing or whatever. There there's no store billboard there or anything that says like, hey, we got a storefront. Check it out. There's just you know in the little tabs. It's like okay, here the the main welcome screen or whatever, this thing, and then store. Uh, and that's how you get to the store and find out, oh, there are items here. But there isn't any big in-your-face thing saying, hey, we have a store now. Come check out these games. We have exclusive games, games you can only play here for a limited period of time. You should really check them out because there's some cool games here. None of that. And maybe they don't want to be too annoying and uh, too pushy with it. They should be pushy. you know, Pushy to a point so that they are at least letting people know because I, I haven't heard many people talking about the storefront on Discord, uh, and that includes the media. Uh, and I haven't heard anyone really talking about at sundown. I know the kind of funny folk. Um, they played it for one of their party modes a few months ago or so, maybe even longer ago. But outside of that, I haven't heard anyone talking about the game. I haven't heard anyone talking about the Discord storefront. Mostly, I mean, I've heard it here and there on some podcasts but not all of them not all the gaming podcasts i listen to and the storefront has been out for i think it may have launched on the 18th or maybe a little earlier sometime this month where it launched because i remember getting the the email about at sundown being one of the first titles like oh we got you know don't let anyone know at this point um but I just it just doesn't seem to have made any kind of real impact, and I I wish it would because I think competition is good in the in the PC space. Um, you know, it's nice having Steam be an almost 
one-stop uh, shop for everything, but you don't need that on PC gaming. Uh, it's different than having you know the the different stores that are Xbox and PlayStation and all that because they require different hardware as well. Whereas in the PC, you know, I, I don't need another PC to play Discord games and another one to play Blizzard games and another one to play EA Origin games, etc. Um, you can play them all on the same PC. You just ha will have to use different launchers, which is a little annoying, but not a big problem. It's not like having to own multiple pieces of hardware to play these exclusive titles. Um, but yeah, I think that is killing at sundown and probably every exclusive game at this point i don't know i don't know if any of the first on discord games have really made an impact with anyone i i i can't say but i i know that at sundown has what seems to be a very very small if even existent um potentially non-existent uh audience online which is disappointing because it is a fun little thing uh, a fun little game uh, i do think it doesn't look that great, and it seems to run a bit choppy. It's it feels like it runs somewhere between twenty and thirty frames per second, um, and rarely thirty frames, even with quality settings turned down. So I don't know what that is all about, or if I'm just seeing things and I'm out of my mind. I'm not great with um, frame rate. It's not the thing that jumps out most to me, uh, but when it's lower. I feel like it's more noticeable, and so I feel like I feel like I'm noticing, it, and I don't know what that is all about. But I do enjoy it. I especially like the arena mode, which is the last man standing mode, where you know whoever is still alive at the end. Uh, that that's a fun one. Um, I wish there was an option. Every time you kill someone uh, at the end of a match or at the end of a round, the final death, it'll rewind and show you replay. You can turn that off, which I did because it. it takes a little bit of time and you can't speed that up and i find it a little bit annoying or skip it at points like if you're the last ones and you can't skip it which is annoying but there's no option to be like okay can you just turn it on for like the end of the match so the final final kill so that we can have that moment then uh, i wish that was an option it does have controller support which i do like um and like i said it, it's a fun game um you have various weapons like uh, assault rifles, shotguns, pistols, dual pistols, and stuff like this that all have their uh, pros and cons. The shotgun has two shells, so you're going to have to reload every time, but it has a wide blast radius, but it's also short um, short range. Um, you know, and you have your long rifles that are very, um, have a very, what is the opposite of wide and why can't narrow? Uh, they have a very narrow shot, very narrow range, but a long range. It's not narrow range. They have a very long range, but narrow, whatever. They're narrow, okay? Not narrow from Devil May Cry. Shut up, me. But, um, yeah, I just think the whole Discord thing sucks. And I wish it didn't suck. I, You know, I wish it, it wasn't hurting the game. But it seems like it's hurting the game. And I don't know what kind of deal they make with Discord for this. Like, oh, do they make... Like, I'm I just curious. And I don't know if Steam will be uh, upset with the games that have done this and be like, okay, you're not going to get much of a footprint when you launch. We're not going to give you like a big splashy, oh, you're, you're not going to be part of the, the scrolling billboard things on Steam when that happens. Um, but yeah, I like the game. I just think, one, it seems to not run 
super well. It's it's playable. It's, I'm not saying it's not playable at all. It just seems to be a little choppy, um, which I wasn't expecting because it's not a great looking game. But it is fun to play. Control, uh, you know, using a controller feels really good because uh, it's like a twin six shooter um, mechanics, uh, gameplay wise. Uh, but I just think the whole Discord thing is all messed up because, uh, like, I. I'm part of a few Discord came in chats and whatnot. I have never heard anyone ever mention anything about the Discord storefront. Not a single time. I've brought it up a few times in the chats. And every single time, people have just ignored those and moved on to a different conversation. No one even cares. I've been like, hey, what do you guys think of the, the Discord storefront thing? And like, oh, and people are just ignored. They don't even be like, oh, whatever. I don't know any. Like, they're just, boom, they go right past it. So... Yeah, that is, that is a disappointing thing that hopefully Discord can change and hopefully it isn't going to be like I just I don't I, I don't know what the fix is. I don't know what the, the you know how you fix it. Like I I think part of it is just making people more aware that there is a storefront and doing it in a way that is somewhat pushy but not overly pushy to the point that people are like, "Oh, you just you're shoving all your crap in my face and now I just don't want to use Discord." Um but so many people use Discord, you know. So that, um, and it's 15 bucks, uh, but yeah, yeah. The lack of an online audience at this point may be the, a killer for people who are interested. It, the bot play is fun and the bots aren't, you can change it between easy, medium and hard and they got a good challenge, but you know, not too challenging, you know, right in the middle with medium, um, Easy, they seem to be a bit dumb, uh, and I haven't really messed with hard. But medium seems like a good spot for them. Uh, and you can, you know, you can also play with two people, and then two bots, and all that kind of jazz. So, good game, hampered by a poor platform at the the moment. But I believe it'll be coming to Steam after the exclusivity window is over. Uh, I don't, th I don't think there's any word of a of a console release for any of the consoles um but i think it would i think it would be a really great fit for the switch um but it would be a great fit for all the consoles if that does happen at any point uh, and other than that not playing much of anything else and i'm just going to be playing red dead redemption 2 all weekend with all the free time I have. And of course, Attack the Backlog Episode 3 will be coming out. Don't forget to check that out. Spec Ops The Line. Uh, Mirror's Edge. I should just uh, do a little update on that. Played another hour of it. Fucking hate that game. I hate it so much. I hate everything about it other than the aesthetic. I like the visual. I like the style. The, the cutscenes, I hate I hate the look of those. The story is garbage. I don't care about it. And the platforming is trash. The gunplay, combat, you know, hand-to-hand, -hand, all that is really stupid. It, it shouldn't be in there. It's just, it's not fun. I'm not enjoying it, but I'm going to stick through it. I'm going to stick with it because that's what I do. But I, the thing I was thinking about when I was playing it and <laughs> realizing that in the, the second hour, I, I really don't like this game. I, actually, I think I hate this game. Um, and I don't see that turning around. Um, it, I would be... More surprised than anyone if I ended up enjoying the game. Not even say loving the game, but if I just like if I like it somewhat in the end, I would be surprised. But what I thought after that second hour was, you know what? I don't really like this. 
This is going to be difficult to finish, but it's only about six hours, so it'll be fine. But what if I felt this way with a game that I knew was 30 plus hours? What would I do then? I don't know. That that is that is going to be an interesting moment in Attack the Backlog history if I ever get to that point where I'm playing a game I know is somewhat long and I really don't like it. Am I going to keep playing it? Am I going to stick with it? Oh, that'll be interesting. But uh, we're not there yet, so thank the Lord for that. But yeah, hopefully... I can, I don't know. I need to, I want to play Red Dead Redemption 2, but I also want to get Mirror's Edge out of the way. So it'll be an interesting weekend on that front. But yeah, other than that, Dragon Ball z it up. I am now at like episode 58. So I'm making my way pretty well. You know, it's whatever, 291 episodes or so. It definitely is super slow. It takes this time. It's like, oh, could we just get to the point? Like, nope, nope. Uh, but it's 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 all right. I still love Piccolo. Getting a little bit more Piccolo. Yamcha is still his annoying, cocky self, and I don't like him. Bulma is a spoiled little brat who is just annoying, stupid. Oh, she just falls in love with every good-looking person, with good-looking man. It's a really annoying. Chi-Chi is. She hasn't been in an episode in a while, which is good, because she's really annoying. I don't like her. Your freaking husband just saved the world, and you don't give a shit about him, because you're the stupid, precious boy. Ugh. She, she's terrible. Everyone's terrible. What I really want to know if is if there are going to be any new female characters. I hope there is. Um, I really hope we get a exceptionally strong female fighter. But I, I don't know if there is. I'm trying to think. And I mean a female fighter. Not to say that an alien who is female doesn't count. But like if it's an alien that just looks whatever. Like androgynous or, or whatever the hell that term is. Um, that's fine. But I don't, I don't want a genderless alien to fill that bill. To fill that bill. I want a really strong female. And I don't know if there is one. You know, Chi-Chi fought in, in the tournament. She's she's capable, but she's just being an overbearing, awful mother. And I can't take it. Um, but yeah, I'm still enjoying it. Uh, the The voice for Frieza is not great. Like, I, I talked about how I wasn't a huge fan of King Kai's voice because it's just so weird and it's so ridiculous. But at the same point, he's a ridiculous character who's who loves jokes and all these kind of things. Uh, what do you call a dog that doesn't bark? A hot dog. <laughs> that's that's uh, King Kai. And you know what? It suits him. But Frieza is supposed to be this like incredibly terrifying, menacing character, but his voice does not fill me with fear. It just fills me with, huh, okay. So I feel like I'm supposed to be much more afraid of Frieza than I am in large part because I just find his voice to be so whatever it, it it does nothing for me at all in any fashion it's not like oh it doesn't make me laugh it doesn't do anything for me it's just like okay it's the it's the white bread of voice acting but yeah i think that is a good place to 
And this hair episode of the Apex Latest Sausage Podcast. Once again, I am your host, Mark Nez. Y'all can find me on Twitter, Instagram, Xbox Live, my animals, Steam, Twitch, and all the usual places at PX Sausage. On PSN, I'm the Kush Three, and I probably always will be because all the caveats with changing your name sound terrible. And even if you wanted to revert back when you found out that the caveats were terrible, uh, it, it it doesn't seem like you can go back uh, 100%. So. Uh, I'm the Kush 3 forever, and forever I will not enjoy playing games on my PS4 or PS3 because I hate my name and I want to change it. But they won't let me do it without all these ridiculous things potentially happening and just making games not work. Um, but yeah, the site is, of course, pixelatedsausage.com where you can find this podcast, the Pixelated Paranormal Podcast, and Attack the Backlog which are all available on podcast services across the globe, like Stitcher Radio, Google Play, and Apple Podcasts. And also, they appear to be uh, available on Spotify now. I've uh, just submitted them, and uh, I found out that they have a new beta thing where you don't have to be on these specific podcast services, these specific host platforms. They're just accepting uh, general RSS feeds now, so that is awesome. Uh, If I can get a link to put into the post i'm gonna do that but otherwise you just go on spotify and search for the podcast and you should i haven't checked it myself but uh some of them are still processing them i think attack the backlog is already live so you can listen to that there uh, and that is cool very very cool um and of course you can check out this podcast and the pixelated well you can check out this podcast and attack the backlog on youtube over at youtube.com slash pixelated sausage and the Pixelated Paranormal Podcast has its own YouTube page, which is I don't know. But if you just search for the podcast on YouTube, you can find it there. So they're all on YouTube now as well. And it looks like maybe the weekend after uh, Extra Life, which we're, we'll be doing a stream for um, the Pixelated Pixelated for, a, I don't know what the hell it's called because I'm not really in it that much. Uh, I'm not going down in Kentucky with all those fools. But... The week after that, we might try to actually, this time for real, revive Pixelator Radio. So if you were a fan of that, uh, look forward to that. It'll be just me, Corey, and Rich. No Rob, as far as I know, unless he surprises me. Um, And maybe I'll record a video that uh, we'll see. We will see, because who knows, it still may not happen. But in addition to all that, if you like crazy, kooky, colorful art, you can check out my art over at pxsart.com and check it out uh, and all that jazz you see something you like click it yeah click the link it'll take you to where you can purchase the print of the piece you fancy and if you fancy supporting the site in general and everything we do you can go over to patreon.com slash pxs and support us that away uh, and that will do it for this here episode so this is where i say bye bye